0: It is December thirteenth. We are about just a little bit more than twenty-four hours away from the start of Week Fifteen, and usually when we do these shows, we're talking about the playoff landscape as it relates to obviously the Detroit, the division leader, June Foster, our Detroit representatives from Bleacher to Speakers dave our vikings correspondent first and skull you following up on the on, on the lions your team uh following them up in the standings and as of late it's been green bay bringing up the playoff rear for the division but guess what fellas i gotta let you all in on a little secret of right now Take these door. Chicago Bears are in the hunt. We are officially <laughs> jumping into that playoff conversation at 5-8. I can't tell you. At 5-8, we are one game behind those same Green Bay Packers for the last playoff spot in NFC. Fellas, I,
1: I know I don't sound too excited, but guys... <laughs> oh, there's a few 6-7 and seven teams ahead of you, but... Yes, you are one game behind the Green Bay Packers.
0: It's a game of inches, Dave. It's a game of yeah. inches. <laughs> <And, you know, laughs> how how it
1: all plays out in those last four weeks is going to be interesting.
0: Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And uh, we could talk about, you know, the last four weeks, the last month of the season as we get along in this show. Uh, but this is, yeah, this is that time you separate pretenders from contenders. And I do want to start the show talking about the the overall contender as it relates to the playoff uh pitcher Detroit Steve Foster my man June, how was your week 14 it sucked
2: pretty much sucked um <laughs> nothing surprising here in in Detroit Mm-hmm. You know that's how we
1: mm-hmm.
2: do. Mm-hmm. So uh, it just wasn't wasn't what we'd like to see. Uh, am I shocked? No. Am I disappointed? Yes. So.
0: Disappointed is a word. It, it it is a good word as it relates. You know, I was playing tongue and cheek right there when I asked, "How's your how's your week 14 You know, feel for you because you know. I had a little bit to do with that, or at least my team did. Uh for the first time since 2021, the Chicago Bears have won back-to-back division games. This has been a if <laughs> all things are purpose, it's been a good season for us. You know, we're not used to, we're not used to this type of uh, uh wins as of late. Um B Foster though, um you guys you had a you had a good lead. You came out and you just—I'm—I'm I'm not sure what you, what you make of golf. Uh, I remember the first time we uh, the, the Bears and Lions played, you were kind of apprehensive about Jared Goff and his uh, future performances as it relates to taking care of the ball. So, as it stands now, with a couple of more turnovers in his last game, how how are you feeling about your prospects going forward? Um, I mean,
3: he's definitely getting exposed right now. Um, it's kind of the next the next couple games is going to be major for him. Uh, you know, I, I don't have any doubts that we're going to make the playoffs, but at this point I need to – well, starting next week, I need to see a, a pretty big game from him. You know, we'll be coming home. We'll be in the, you know, the perfect elements of fourth field. Uh, we're going against a, a, a team that's defense has done better as of late. They shut down uh, Herbert, or they hurt Herbert. But um, overall, the, the, they don't rank very well outside of the red zone and on third down. But I, I need to see something from Golf because he's expecting a a big paycheck coming pretty soon. And we got a, a, a rookie quarterback that's close to healthy and Teddy Bridgewater. It, and it just... It, it, it's 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 tough to say whether or not he's really the guy of the future when we, we got weapons that can't get the ball when they need it, especially down the field. Um, not to mention, he's not very fleet of foot and our offensive line just isn't very strong right now. So we need for him to step up and do what needs to be done. That's why they pay the quarterbacks the big bucks to hand, to handle business. So that's where I'm at with golf.
0: June, you feel the same way? He's got to step it up or or it's time to move in another direction.
2: Step it up or step down. One oh. of the two. Um, he's not getting it done uh over the last uh seven weeks. Ten touchdowns, seven interceptions, five fumbles.
0: Ooh. Uh yeah, ball security is a premium in this in this league now. You can't can't be giving the opposite team that many times. That many chances to have have possession. Possessions are very, very valuable. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, step up or step off. Uh, elsewhere in the division, Dave, your Minnesota Vikings. And before we get to the big news of the week so far, your Minnesota Vikings played. Um, I believe it was uh, it, it was in Arizona, right? No. And I remember Las, Vegas. Las Vegas, that's right Oh, you know what I was, I, I forgot Because that game, I, if you Asked me, did that game even start I would have lied To you, I lied, I do not know Um, yeah The Minnesota Vikings played, went to Vegas Played the Raiders, and The first and only points of the game
1: Happened at the end of regulations <laughs> Am I right? You are right, it's, uh, it was, a. Uh... Dreadful, dreadful game. The play script went punt, 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 punt. Half time, punt, 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 punt. punt, And then we missed one. I may have, but I know we had eight punts, and I think the Raiders had at least eight, if not nine. It was, it was miserable our starting quarterback for the game joshua dobbs the past you can take the p off the front of his nickname that's what he was he was pulled and in the third quarter late third quarter early fourth and we now have our regular backup nick mullins he came in and helped drive to where we were within scoring positions in the position in the last couple minutes, kicked a field goal, we went on to win. But during the game, it was so bad, and I mean so bad, that the commentators on TV were researching feverishly as to when was the last 0-0 tie in the NFL. 1943, when most of the NFL players were off in World War II that was the last 00 tie but luckily we did not have that happen we did score that field goal and won another one score game and only this time it was literally a one score game <laughs> yeah it was,
0: it, it's, it sounded pretty bleak i didn't click into that game often um, on sunday I don't even think red zone showed anything at any point. I don't, you have to get into the red zone for, or we get eyeballs, right? Uh, yeah, it didn't sound that right. As you as you alluded, uh, the pastor or not, Josh Dobbs, he's not expected to start coming this coming week,
1: is he? No, they've already announced Nick Mullins is the starter. Nick Muggs. He'll be our fourth starting quarterback of the season. Mm. Blast from the past, Nick Mullins. <laughs>
0: I feel like Nick Mullins has been in line in the league for
1: a long time. Uh, quite a few years. He started years. out in San Francisco. He won some games out there. It's just that he was supposed to come in once Kirk Cousins got hurt, but he was already on IR with a uh, bruised-up back from earlier in training camp.
0: Okay. All right so i'll play packer packer man since i i did review preview the game this this last last week and i said i expect the packers to win i, spe- I expect i expected them to cover and in perfect packer fashion keeping keeping the bears alive the De- devito tommy devito and the magic the vi- the giants magic they beat him in his not that historic fashion, but in crucial fashion, with a game-winning field goal,s to end the end the game. Just like Prince Hakeem had foretold in coming to America, it that game was a little bit more entertaining, I say the least. Well, not because I'm a bear fan and I love to see the Packers lose, but that professional quarterback that we always talk about, Jordan uh, Jordan Love, looked like he came back to earth a little bit. Him and without Christian Watson out there to save them, save some of those bad passes, they look average yet again. Did I, am I seeing it wrong, guys? Did you all see the same thing?
1: That's what I saw. It was an exciting finish. And I was yelling and swearing at the Packers when they went up and scored. And, you know, there was what, a little over a minute left for the Giants to drive down. But what a finish! What a finish! for the good guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good guys. He
2: did make some throws that last drive he had. He he made some plays. Um I don't want to give Jordan Love any credit whatsoever. So <laughs> but he he actually is, is turning out to be better than what I give him credit for.
0: We don't need that uh Joe. We don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that. We need him to be Just good enough that they do not decide to draft a quarterback in the next year or so. Just good enough that then he can go off a cliff. Uh, 39 attempts for barely over 200 yards passing against the Giants defense, whose defense is not really scaring anybody as of late. Um, With a turnover and a fumble. Well, yeah, yeah, two turnovers, I'm not mistaken. It's, again, he came back to, he came back. To Earth, I never thought he was a good. I never thought he was a great quarterback. Professional quarterback is the exact term for him. He doesn't play in college. That is correct. He is a professional quarterback. A
1: good quarterback, he is not. Well, there's only a limited amount of professional quarterbacks. If you figure three per team, mm-hmm. so that gets you a little ninety, a hundred of them that exist in the okay. world.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, take nothing away from him. He is one of the elite quarterbacks in the world. Yes, he is one of ninety who could be a professional quarterback. <laughs> I, <laughs> I envy him for that for that purpose. Other than that, I give. I put him in the bottom. I put him somewhere between twenty six
1: and fifty eight, somewhere in that space. Speaking of quarterback play. Today I'm hearing a lot about your quarterback. Pay. Do the Bears have they made a decision on Justin Fields? I hope they haven't.
0: I hope they have not made a decision. Um The decision on Justin Fields is ever evolving. It needs to be not made until our last play of the season, whether that's in week 18 or whether that's somewhere in the playoffs. If it makes it, if it makes its way to the playoffs, we have a conversation. We have a different conversation to have. But under no circumstances, should polls or Warren or anybody else in the Bears front office and executive suite should be done uh done uh evaluating Justin Fields. There's a lot to, there's a lot to be done. Uh there's a lot to be decided on and as you know this is the, this is the time of year that you're that you're evaluating college co- college quarterbacks college prospects they got all their bowl games going on there's a kid that obviously there's a kid who won't will not be playing in a holiday bowl i won't say his name so you can't really evaluate him however there are other prospects who are still out there to be evaluated you need to be doing all your work all your due diligence do not make a decision early. That is a dereliction of duty. And that is something that is a reason to get you fired. Don't do it. Um, Justin has been playing a lot better the last, let's see. Um, the, since week five, since week five, the bears are five and four. I would say Justin's, Justin played a lot, played great uh, football when he has been available during that space. Um, other than that one bad half he had against the Vikings, your team, Dave, before he got hurt. Um, He's played his best, that was his best stretch of ball in his career. He's got three straight games without an interception for the first time in his career. He's had his first 300-yard passing game in that stretch. And these things sound like, you know, arrow pointing up, these are great things. However, it is his third season. So you can't take, a you can't, Phrase this without taking away the past too. Like something, we got to make a whole determination on everything. And if they make a determination this early, but well, we still got four weeks to go, I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to hear it. you got you still got work to do. But moving on, we do have a week fifteen coming up. Like I said, it's le- again, it's just over twenty four hours. So. You two gentlemen, June, Dave, and Foster Child, you all have Saturday night games. Saturday, I'm sorry, Saturday games in period because only one of you all play prime time. The other one's a noon setup game. So right. uh, at noon, that is um, Detroit Lions, right? They play at noon. No, we play we at night. Do. Oh, you all on a primetime gang. Thank you. Thank The Vikes you. opened it up Saturday it's at good. the Bengals. The Vikings opened it up at the Bengals. Uh, Dave, you were telling me backstage before we, went, before we started the show, there is some interesting stats about the history between the Bengals and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, you all have played how many times? Seven times?
1: 14 times 14. total. We don't play that often because we're, you know, they're AFC, we're NFC, an and it's, they've usually stunk when we've been good and vice versa. And we don't play that often. We played 14 times. And right now it sits at 7 7. Mm.
0: 7 and 7. So it's something, it's a something got to give game, rubber beast of the road. How do you see your, your team's chances with Nick Mullen starting? versus the Cincinnati Bengals, who are sans one of the best quarterbacks in the league as well. Um Joe
1: Burrow. I think I think we have a chance, even though Nick Mullins isn't the greatest quarterback. He's a he's a typical backup quarterback. He's gonna win you some games. He does play with timing. He's sort of like Kirk Cousins light. He knows the system. He's a drop-back passer. However, he will run if he has to, but that's not part of his game. He likes to sling it every once in a while. He's not as accurate as Kirk Cousins. He's just Kirk Cousins' light. I think he gives us a decent chance to win. Their defense isn't the greatest. They are very uh, open to giving up explosive plays. And hopefully with combination of Justin Jefferson, who will be playing, he sort of announced that uh, to a kid. They were doing a Christmas event and filming as they were buying toys for these kids. And the kid asked him, are you going to play Saturday? And he says, yes, I'm going to play Saturday. And the team got all upset because they didn't want to let people know that. <laughs> but he's going to play Saturday. It's going to be an interesting game. It's in Cincinnati. It's the last of our outdoor games before the playoffs or possibilities of outdoor games before the playoffs. And it's it's it should be relatively close. Cincinnati's got uh, Jake Browning. He's played well, relatively well over the last couple weeks. Some people think he's playing very good. I tend to think, well, you gotta look at the defenses he went up against, but he will be. It's not gonna be a cakewalk game. Not at all. And it, we better have more offensive production this Saturday than we did last week. Because if we don't, we're done. Forget it. Put a you know, put the poker in it. It's done. But I do believe we will have that this week. Everything will be more like it normally is. And it should be it should be a decent fun game to kick off the Saturday lineup.
0: Last time these two teams got together, Cincinnati and my, Minnesota, September eighteenth, two thousand five. Cincinnati won thirty seven to eight. That's an interesting score right there, thirty seven to eight. Um, I got a question for you, Dave. Who gets more receiving yards, Jamar Chase or J.J. aforementioned?
1: JJ, oh, you said that real quick, you know. There's only one, JJ. Only Um, one. Um, No, and that's on, after we record this show tonight, I have the Real Forno show on my channel on Vikings First and Skull, and we have a guest from Sports Illustrated, one of their writers on the Bengal side. He's going to be there, and that is one of the exact questions, is who is going to play better, Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson? Who's going to have the bigger day? I'm hoping it's Justin Jefferson. If it was Kirk Cousins with him, I would definitely, I'd throw a C note on that sucker. Mm -hmm. But, since it's not, I'm not so sure. Uh, My mind says it should be J.J., though. Okay. I mean, I don't,
0: I'm not confident i will keep my c-notes in my pocket for, for that type of uh gamble so i I wish you all all the luck I keep i want to keep you all in it you know you, you're saying you lose this game stick a forking you're done it's it, it's wide open the wild card is wide open in the nfc i don't believe it
1: but oh yeah. again, and if we win and we keep winning
3: detroit needs
1: to worry about
3: it <laughs> Stick a fork in them. You're right. Stick a
0: fork in them. (laughs) Detroit, you all also play Saturday. Saturday night football. I like the ring to that. You all are welcoming the Denver Broncos, the scorching hot Denver Broncos. They are seven and six. They were trash. Like this is the last month of the season. The first month and a half of the season, they were. Abysmal. Uh it feels like it was a long time ago they gave up 70 points. Oh wow. But yeah. They are they are coming into Ford Field. You all are tr- They're you not all a your-
2: heart. they lost their last game. I'm sorry, I had to interject there.
0: Sorry, sorry, they won their last game, but over the over the span of the last what seven weeks, they've won six. It's pretty <laughs> Uh, they've got something cooking. I think, it, you know, my opinion of the team might be different from yours, but very. I, we we talk about that a little different, a little, a little at a different time. Yeah. B, how do you all see see your all's chances this weekend? or well, this Saturday against the Denver Denver Broncos.
2: We have we have a very good chance. I mean, uh, they're not invincible. Um, they they have a. Uh... Have a decent defense. They have an offense that remains to be desired. Uh they've I mean if they didn't lose their last game, they lost the game before that and they didn't look too well. So
3: they lost to the Texans. Yeah. They did and, beat they did beat the Chargers, though.
1: And they barely beat us. They, they beat um, you all by, yeah, by one point. We'd, yeah, by one point. We and we basically beat ourselves on that one.
2: It's not like we're lining, we're going into a Dallas game or frisco game or philly game so but not to you know downplay anybody because like i said we can lose anybody on any given day and something like that happens but this is a must this is a must win game for the lions and i think uh they answer they answer the bell
0: you see it the same way must win
3: um, yeah, I mean, we we definitely need to regain some momentum. We did beat the Saints, but we did not like the Packers performance, of course, and then we didn't like either Bear performance. Um we squeaked out the uh, the LA Charger game, but we if if we have any hopes of not limping into the playoffs, um, we need to get back right against Denver. I feel like our offense hit rock bottom versus uh versus the Bears. Um, Goff had two interceptions and and fumbled on a snap, and this is kind of a put up or shut up game for Ben Johnson. He's been heavily uh, celebrated as an offensive guru. Um, we know he's going to be a head coach real real soon, but he he can't have any more games where Amon Ross St. Brown has three catches for twenty one yards. Sam Laporte had two catches no. for twenty three yards. Um, our running backs did very well. Gibbs and Montgomery Gibbs and Montgomery were pretty serviceable. Um, but Jamison Williams got had one target, zero catches, and Golf looked like he was, you know, he might have been running a little bit of mud, mud because it wasn't in Chicago, and we know how y'all feel it is. But he's got to answer the bell um, if he wants to be known as amongst the, you know, top notch quarterbacks. You got guys like Daniel Jones and uh, Mac Jones, Mac Jones and Daniel Jones. Guys that got paid a whole bunch of money and did not live up to um, live up to their contracts thus far. And the Lions do not want to fall into that trap either, um, especially given the glaring weaknesses. And now I'm back on golf, but some of the glaring weaknesses that he is has, um has he as he has displayed. So I, I think that we put up a lot of points against the, uh, the Broncos with us being inside the dome and Ben Johnson's back being against the wall and we get get back on uh get get back on the horse cuz I think we'll probably split with with Minnesota and we'll probably lose to Dallas to be honest. So the Denver game is somewhat of a must-win game in my eyes. If we have any if we have any hopes of doing anything in the playoffs.
0: Wow. Um I see the the way I define must win is like if you don't win there is no tomorrow yeah, so, yeah hearing you gotta feel hey, the the hey, energy let me let me, let let me tell you right now.
2: if the Lions lose Saturday there is no tomorrow amongst the Lions fan base I'm tell they are ready it's this thing was ready to blow up after uh, the game Sunday I've heard quotes we will people. not win we another money. game we won't win another game this year playoff go season. It's the fan base is so used to those scenarios where pessimistic is just, yeah,
1: is they've well, been trained over decades. Yes. Yeah. I and mean, my, my
2: whole life,
3: like put it <laughs> out my entire life.
2: That's why you'll, you'll never see me and Foster get too high on the lines. We'll ne- you never see us get too low. We just, it's one game at a time. And what happens happens Uh, because we know, We know get too high, let down, get too low and they do great things. So we just take it one, one game at a time. You don't, you don't hear us trash talk because we know what it is, but it's rational.
3: It's not, it's not emotional. It's rational. We are looking at it from the game to game basis and analyzing the the trends and everything else. So it's not like, just like, ah, you know, it's, it's not emotional. It's not. It's not too emotion based or too historically based. We just looking at what we what we got in front of us. Yeah.
2: I mean, so it, look, 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 look at it like this. Pay. Let me, let me, let me paint a paint a better picture, right? You let's say the Lions lose to Denver, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then you have to face a Minnesota team that's mm-hmm. trying their best to get where you're at, right? Okay meanwhile you're in a two-game slump looking for answers you you don't want to face a hungry team like that then you have to play Dallas mm-hmm. in Dallas then you have to come back and play Minnesota again and
3: mm-hmm. Dallas will be playing for could possibly be playing for the number one slot by that mm-hmm. point I think by that point so
2: this is why this game is so important they have to win this game back against the wall
3: last game of the year in Detroit. We don't want um, we we
0: don't want that. I I hear you. I hear you talking. I, I I understand. I understand sports pessimism. I trust me. I do. If you see the name across my shirt, I I have it in spades. Um, the only thing with me is you know, and I'm, I guess I'll take a uh, the opposite argument here. If you do lose those games that you're forecasting, you lose, if you lose to Denver, you lose to Dallas, and you split with Minnesota, that's still 10 and what? 10 and seven. No, that was still
3: 11. You got nine, right? We got nine wins?
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're nine and four now.
3: So we split, yeah, the last two, and yeah.
0: But that put you at 10 and seven. Um, That'll still lock you in at the number three spot, number three seed for the playoffs, which you are right now you know ads as of recording this on December 13th you're still the number 3 seed uh so to me you don't really lose anything you're still going to have first round opponent that you would have right now given whatever happens you know beneath you you're saying so if we if I we understand. split you're saying right that's if you split but i'm right. i'm going off what you said you know you said you all split with minnesota i don't see if I don't see both minnesota of us are
1: 10 and 7
3: no 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 we have nine wins correct yeah, so we, have, so we would have an eleven at the end. You'd the have eleven, yeah. yeah. But but yeah, I'm saying that's why I say Denver is a must win because if we don't beat Denver. Then, then we probably won't win two of the next three.
0: I'm thinking.
1: Well, even if you do, if if you end up ten and seven, and we're ten and seven, I think we win the oh. tiebreaker because we have more conference wins. We'll okay. end so, up with more conference wins.
3: So you're saying? So you're saying that against what Pay saying?
1: Well, I'm saying if we both finish ten and seven, I, I yeah. think the Vikings win the division.
3: Okay. Yeah. Which? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that t- factors into what you guys do. With the rest of your games too, but yeah, that that would be a nightmare in my eyes, considering how far up we were. That's that's a to near a failure two,
2: to be eight and two and to fall to
3: that it's disaster and to have a role game at that point. So we would we would definitely have a role game in the first. Yeah, that's yeah, a, you'd that's, be a, you'd be a wild card playoff. That's a disaster.
1: I may be wrong. I, I no, I no, have to dissect not... it, but I may be wrong. Yeah, but I think right. we would win because of the conference record.
3: And you got the two up on us, yeah.
1: Well, if, even if we split our games,
3: then in years and we're and up. we're,
1: but end up with a tied record, I think, I think we win the division.
3: Yeah, we that we don't want we don't want that to happen.
1: The path for but
0: Minnesota, we've got the to win wins. first.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's the other part of it. Yeah, for sure. But why not? Yeah,
0: yeah. That pessimism is strong.
3: <laughs> no, I I just. It's not about it's not about pessimism as much as it's about how things have looked. Like for all intents and purposes, y'all should have beat us both times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we we almost gave away that Saints game. And we were <laughs> up 21 to zero. Like we have been trying to give away games for a for the whole second half of the year, really. I can't, I'm trying to think who did we just once the last team we just beat the crap out of? I don't even.
2: Um, the, the Chargers was a, it wasn't was even a, that bad. The
3: Raiders and the Raiders, that game was, I think that game ended up being a little bit of a rout, but you went to that game, that game wasn't a It, giveaway. Was, it
1: wasn't a blowout, no. Well, it was June that said, uh, your quarterback likes to get in the giving mood, mm-hmm. especially this time of season. Mm-hmm. He is a, you know, he is a. He's a giver. Him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Old Saint Nick golf. <laughs> hey, the Packers affiliate tried to tell
3: us that golf wasn't it. <laughs> he did. But well, the I'll, thing yeah. is,
2: but the thing is, like we we know that. Yeah. You know, we know what we know what Detroit needs, and and our desires, but he did pass for four thousand dollars last year. He got busy at the beginning of the year too. He was yeah. he was when looking. When golf got here, it. the mind state for a lot of us was like, "This is not the answer." You trading Stafford for golf? That was just it. Didn't bode well. He gave us
3: a glimmer of hope though, because he did lead us to nine and seven, nine and seven year last year, or 9
2: yeah. and eight, nine and eight, nine and
3: eight last year, and then we started. But, he passed for four
2: thousand yards too. last year. So, well,
3: the amount of passing yards, uh, wins and losses really does it for me. But, um, well, but we're yeah.
2: talking about wins and losses. The teams have wins and losses. But if your quarterback throws for 4,000 yards, that's something to look forward to the following season.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And you guys won so many games late last year. Eight just you know, the So good. Yeah. And then started out so great this year. Mm-hmm. I can see why Detroit fans are a little upset. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I mean, just for somebody who I wouldn't call me, I, I wouldn't say I'm you know, digging in the weeds and dissecting you all's games from that from that standpoint. No, I'm a casual observer, as I am with all other NFL teams. That's not the Bears. I, I don't watch the All-22. I don't have that type of time on my hands to watch go through all... Go through all games to that extent, but I am peeking in, you know, a lot on on what Detroit's doing, and for me, it just seems like you just hit a rut. I don't think there's anything going on that is uh that 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 would detail a a problem with the formula. You know what I mean? It's it just seems like uh, you know it was a long season. You hit a bump, things happen. You know that's how football is. Sometimes you hit you hit ruts. I've seen it's been plenty of champions that's that's had two game losing streaks, four games, four bad looking games in a row. Uh, it, it, you know, I don't, I don't think this is a telltale sign for Detroit as it relates to your outlook for the season whatsoever. You think if we if we lose to the Broncos, you think ah they'll be all right?
3: Mm, I would not go that far. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I would that, not go that far. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is
0: that what what I am saying is that. You was you're still going to be in the same. You still you're still locked. Not I not not use the word locked in. You're still forecasting to be the third seed for the playoffs, and you will still host the playoff game. And all it take is this: and you win that one. That's the only game that really matters. You win that one. A lot of stuff can change. Momentum happens. You know, lightning in a bottle happens instantaneously at that point.
3: It's almost like we're saying the same thing, though. <laughs> it. it
0: you we, if it, we are if you win but that game
3: I'm yeah I, I'm with you on
0: that I'm just saying from you know the the last minute the last minute games on the schedule I, you know if they play out the way that, that you said that they they might play out if you lose this game you'll only win one game left in the last four I don't see that to be the worst thing in the world it's not it's not good it's not pretty whatsoever it, it definitely helps out some other teams behind you namely <laughs> this one um All right. And and Dave, don't don't no no disrespect, no, no, not leaving you out of the conversation either. But the path for you to lose your division lead is a lot. It's a lot going into that. I agree.
1: Now to boost you up, most of our beat writers, the ones that are quote neutral, and I do not fall into that category, right. um, believe the Vikings will probably go two and two over the last four games but to me i could see i could see anywhere from 4 and 0 to 0 and 4 or 2 and 2 being just right i have no idea we have the talent to win games we have some injuries however that we're dealing with and then we're like i said we're on our fourth quarterback so it's anything can happen pay is right you can get hot in december and I'm not just talking about temperature and going down to sit on a beach somewhere. I'm so you talking got the about Bengals, football.
3: You got the Bengals, of course, the Lions twice, and then who's the other team? The Bears, right?
1: The Packers.
3: Oh, the Packers. The Packers. Okay.
1: At our house. Mm-hmm.
0: That is. That sounds like a pretty, pretty sweet schedule to finish the season up, Dave. Um, <laughs> the only season that I was. The only. Remaining schedule that I would think is a little bit better than that is the Bears. The Bears have the Arizona Cardinals coming up. After that, they well, I'm sorry, they have the Cleveland Browns coming up this coming weekend, and followed by the Cardinals. And I think we end the season with the Green Bay Packers, or we play them week 17. I might be wrong. Yeah, we played the Packers week eighteen, and the game in between there between uh, the Cardinals game and the and the Packers is the Falcons. Oh, so, yeah, you guys can win out. We can win out <laughs> if Especially, everything if yeah. if, if that defense look. can clean, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you're right. If we can, if we continue looking the same way as we looked against Detroit, against uh, against Minnesota last time we played them, um, you know. A lot of stuff can change in Chicago. I might have to pull back my fire everyone, you know, stamp. I might have to tell, hey, you know, go go turn my tiki torch in. I'm not going to, you know, run up on Palace Hall just yet. Like, you know what? Let's let's talk about it first. We, I might say, you know what? We don't need to draft a quarterback. If if we do win out, a lot of stuff, a lot of things changes. But one game at a time, the Bears are traveling to Cleveland to see the best defense in the in the in the league. Miles Garrett and crew, um, fellas. I'm a little worried about this one. To be honest <laughs> with you, <laughs> who is their quarterback? Joe Flacco. Joe. Yeah. And Joe Flacco is their quarterback. They the corpse of Joe Flacco. He they did demote him back to practice practice, practice team this week. He's
3: not starting. He's not starting this week.
0: Uh, it's it's more of like a roster management move. Um, but that did hit the they hit the uh, the the news the airwaves yeah they uh, after throwing 300 yards and what three touchdowns last week it's in back the practice squad it's it's funny how they you know how the rosters have to be you know in this league it's funny but you all saw i think his name i think his name was Alosier, or what's the guy's name that almost took justin fields head off what's the linebacker's name for the Detroit Lions.
3: Oh, uh, if was it Iffy
0: or uh, Barnes? It was someone on the Lions. Yeah, they Justin Fields took one step, up, up, uh, one step over the line of scrimmage and almost got decapitated on field. I
2: and forgot who hit him. Was it Barnes?
3: But that might—I don't think that was Fields. That was another game. We we kind of missed
0: part of that game because.
2: Uh, no, I know what he's good. talking about. I think it was Barnes that hit Fields like that.
0: I think I think you're remembering it right, Joe. I, I want to say I was Barnes. Barnes, I'm sorry. Um, Barnes has caught somebody recently. It, it may have been him, but I, I yeah. Um, the reason I bring that up is, Phil's got it. He's for all his talent. I need him to have his head on the swivel. I need for the Bears to not leave Borum or in, any of our tackles, whoever that may be, on an island with Miles Garrett. <laughs> Miles Garrett is not of this world <laughs> he 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 scares me I, my quarterback takes unnecessary hits he's he's grown custom taking unnecessary hits this season and miles garrett has a has a penchant of really hitting people and you know and leaving them leaving them uh feeling less than I don't need that for my quarterback. He's got enough on his plate. We need to figure out if he, he is our quarterback for the future. Please, um, I'm begging you, Miles. Take it easy. You just just wrap, just you know, just bear hug him. You know, just bear hug him. You ain't got to slam him to the dirt or anything crazy. Just bear hug him. Um, we, I don't want to see that blue tent at all. <laughs> come come Sunday, please. Um, as far as the game, though, though. The Cleveland Browns, I left them for dead multiple times this season. i I do not know how they're still winning games. They're on their like you said, like you're your your team Dave, is on their fourth quarterback. Cleveland's on their fourth. I don't I, I cannot understand and again, they got Joe Flacco the two thousand eleven Super Bowl MVP this is twenty twenty three last time I checked. How was he still why is he still starting games?
1: Why he's not using a walker yet, I have no idea. <laughs> and he's playing well.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is. He is He is playing well. He might be the second-best quarterback in the AFC North right now. <laughs> 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 well, So we don't know what to expect from Joe Flacco. I, I thought I would expect something pedestrian, but given his last two games, I don't know. I don't know. The Bears defense is trending up. We are playing well. We did just lose Yannick Ngakwe for the season today, the ankle injury. Um, so I don't know how to how that's going to play out. Montes Montes Sweat has been a pleasant surprise. He gave, he had a lot of pressure. He gave Goff a lot to look at this past Sunday. The defense, Jalen Johnson, he gave us Brisker, too. yeah. You know what? I get on polls a lot about. Being uh, not being frivolous enough with our future assets, but that's looking like it's going to be a good a good trade. We needed defensive end help. He went and got somebody, and he's is born fruit early. I like him. Um, the rest of the defense: Brisker, Gordon, Jalen Johnson. They're all look T.J. Edwards. They're all running around putting putting hat to ball. And look, if our defense continues playing with that type of intensity, we can beat anybody. I just—I'm not too certain about the offense. The offense is always—I yeah, don't know. I know what to expect from DJ Moore. I know we can. I know we're going to come in, come out of every game with 125 plus rushing yards. But is that enough to win games? We will see. I want to see what Justin can do against a top-flight defense. Detroit's defense has, for the last, you know, however many weeks, has had has struggled getting pressure on quarterbacks consistent pressure um minnesota they kind of we kind of do what to expect with that like they're gonna they're gonna send the house and they kind of let us off the hook this last game they didn't they didn't pressure us enough to end that game they let justin you know sit back there and watch so we got enough to hook there so our two-game winning streak our two-game winning streak would be tested against cleveland because that defense is for real Um, all right, so let's see you all detroit you you all play Denver. we just talked about it. your most optimistic viewpoint of this game what do you think how do you think it ends
2: most optim- optimistic we we get the dove um that's pretty much it we you know like I said they're not a scary team it's just a team we have to go out and and if we play our game if we play our best then then we win this game what? so that's that's a very optimistic view i haven't seen our best in a long time
1: what's the line on the game
2: minus
3: i think it's minus 5 if i'm not mistaken detroit minus 5
0: I believe so. uh, the money is the money say you are you know, pretty good there. Well, I'm looking at I'm on DraftKings right now. Yeah, it, it's it's moved down a little bit. They had Detroit as a four point favorite. Okay. So, optimism, optimism speaking, B, what do you what do you what do you see from golf against that defense?
3: I'm I'm calling for three hundred plus yards in this game. Um yeah, I'm calling for three hundred plus yards as far as golf is concerned, couple of touchdowns, um, him taking care of the ball, no fumbles, no interceptions. If if he has an interception, he better have like four touchdowns. Mm. Um, which he may or may not be able to do because we do run it in the red zone pretty well. You know, we got Montgomery, so he tends to um Punch the ball in, so that would keep him from having as many passing touchdowns. Um, But overall, us getting some turnovers, we—I can't remember if we turned the ball over, if we—if we took the ball from the Saints, but no, and we didn't take the ball from Chicago.
2: They—they fumbled,
3: fumbled. yeah, they fumbled the snap. Which, hey, we'll take it because we did get the ball back. You know, we did get the ball back, so we did. You know, have to get the ball, so whatever. But I'm talking about. A forced fumble, interception. So, yeah, on the at most optimism, a couple turnovers from the defense, 300 yards from golf, and anything else is, is you know, golden. And obviously, 300 yards means Brown gets into action, Laporta gets into action, Reynolds, Raymond, Jamison Williams for sure. Like, you know, we all know what that includes as far as 300 yards, mm-hmm. but. I want to see us take the ball away. That's probably even bigger than Goff doing, doing what you doing what he's supposed to do and what he's done for a decent amount of the year. I want to see the defense um take the ball away. Cause we know we're gonna give up some yards. Just just it's just gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Um and Denver's defense has been extremely uh improved. Fortunate, fortunate with the with their turnovers of the last what two months. They've been living off turnovers. That's how this offense has been able to have short fields. And, and, and that's the story of how they've been able to turn their season around. Um yeah, uh, i I can see some of that happening. Again, Denver has been very turnover pro, um, has been very sticky going to get the ball from other teams. If golf, golf's gotta be on his Be on his p's and q's, Dave. Your guys against Cincinnati. You already said they're seven and seven,
1: lifetime against each other. Right. What do you? Cincinnati's favored by three. How do you see this game playing out? With an over/under of forty, I'm saying that's it's going to be a relatively low-scoring one-score game. One team wins either way. It depends. Like I said, we've got a few people hurt on the offensive line. O'Neal, Alexander Madison, who's finally started to run exceptionally well. He's out. And we have a concussion uh, as well to deal with. It's going to be interesting, though, with J.J. back and then Mullins getting his first start in years. I'm curious to see how it works out. It's going to be a close one. It's going to be a toss-up either way. I'm hoping we've got the by far the better defense offenses are about equal it's going to be not must watch it's not going to be as bad as last week against the raiders but <laughs> it's not it. going to be one of those nail biter you know it's 40 to 42 to 45 going with two minutes left no it's not going to be that but it should be fun
0: the the way cincinnati has utilize their playbook to I guess make Browning look good in the last two and a half weeks. They've got him they've got him moving out the pocket. They're putting him in a lot of uh move the pocket situations, uh a lot of rollouts, a lot of boots, um getting making the defense react to him more so than he has to react to what the defense is showing him. He won't have the opportunity this weekend. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Poyles got... will
1: have the answers. That's that's This defense right now is virtually unstoppable. It's, like, it's never been done before. This is a new defense to what the NFL has seen, and there's been no offensive coordinator yet who's figured it out. They will eventually, but they have not yet. If
0: any team out there can contain keep browning in the pocket and make him beat you from the pocket um and contain you know give him a smaller window to decide where to where to go the ball because to be honest he's only looking for one player uh, mm-hmm. nest chase if there's any team out there that I have more
1: than favorable confidence in doing that it'd be Minnesota mm-hmm. well we kept Fields in the pocket for most of that game. He wasn't allowed yeah. to run. We've been able to bottle up running quarterbacks. So it's going to be interesting how it goes. Yeah.
0: I, I just hope it's entertaining. <laughs> you all on Saturday, I, I need, I can't, I don't have other games to go click in and watch. I need you guys to, you know, to keep, keep me up. Keep me from keep falling asleep.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's one last game on the weekend we need to discuss. And that is the Green Bay Packers hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Both teams are six and seven.
0: Yeah, that game. Yeah, you're right, Dave. That game does have some importance because I was going to, I was just going to ignore it. However, because Tampa Bay did beat Atlanta last week, they are now in the bird seat. No pun intended of the NFC South. So that that game is that has crucial meaning for all four of us who are playoff bound mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm Packers not going to do favored it
1: by three and a half and it's expected to be a relatively low scoring game with the over under being 41 and a half points it is in lambo mm-hmm. i have no idea what the weather is supposed to be like neither do i i mean if it if it stays it, i would
0: not venture out to say it's going to be a bad weather week it's not looking like that way at least all over the midwest it's been pretty calm in fact it's been pretty warm for this season i don't think that's going to break anytime soon it says 40 so, degrees that's warm for what's <laughs> coming december, for december. Yeah. yeah yeah uh so last week I predicted a green Bay loss and I got egg on my face. I don't want to do it again this week. Somebody else, you all tell me, tell tell me what's going to happen in that Tampa Bay green Bay game. Battle of the base. That's a, that's
3: a toss up game. I haven't watched much Tampa Bay outside of them playing the lions. So I don't even know how Baker Mayfield has been playing. I could very well see uh love bouncing back and, uh, you know, getting back, you know, after, you know,
0: coming back home. Did it, was the last game at home? Uh, no, I, I believe they played at Atlanta this past. In Atlanta, week. yeah. So I think, I think love, it's, and
3: you said Watson didn't play, but he's probably not. No, Christian played.
0: Watson did not play.
3: Yeah, so, eh, toss up, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Packers got, got back on their job.
0: Don't need
1: to hear that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be rooting for Tampa. Uh, Baker for sure. Mayfield, I hope, you know, this is motivation for him. That he comes in there, that he can, you know, take a team to the playoffs, you know, after so many teams discarded him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if we have a, a larger NFL conversation, there's a lot of teams out there that looking for a quarterback next season. I don't think there's... I don't think there's fifteen definite quarterbacks as of right now. Baker, he's still relatively young. Mm-hmm. He leads a team to a, He leads this team to a to a playoff appearance. You know that's that's a job. That's a job he's willing to lock up right now. Right now, you know, with all these quarterbacks coming in on the draft this this coming spring, you know he can make, he can do himself a lot of favors,
1: winning some games down in December. Yes, he could. I agree I hope, with you, Dave. I'm hoping that's the motivation mm-hmm. and that Packer fans are crying in their beer. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, Dave. I'm rooting for Tampa Bay this
0: week. I need I I would like to keep the Falcons out. That's another one of those teams who are looking for a quarterback. So for sure. the more teams that's looking to trade up
1: in the draft, the better. <laughs> yeah, as you said on <laughs> that sweet pick from Carolina.
0: We the sweetest, the sweetest.
1: Love the Carolina Panthers this season.
0: <laughs> so I'm one of the only guys that I, I will I will predict the score for my team going into going into Cleveland. I don't I'm not expecting fireworks, not expecting anything outrageous. I'm not even expecting a win. I didn't believe they can beat Detroit. I thought Detroit was going to sweep us, and then they proved me wrong. i don't believe in omens either but i will say i do like the way this team is playing i got the bears winning by two 22 20 i'll take that three game winning streak for the first time in what 2018
1: oh my god that's
0: crazy i'm not even sure about that that's i mean that's the first time we had a that's the last time we had a winning record. So I'm probably we probably won 3 games straight back then. Wow. You would think maybe probably <laughs> hopefully, I don't know. <laughs> June. Uh tell us where we can find all the great content coming out of Detroit for the Lions, P- uh, Pistons, Red Wings and Tigers.
2: Yes, you can find all that wonderful content on YouTube, the Motor City Metrics uh, channel, and just uh, just cr- take a scroll down. And if you uh, want to listen to us, we're on all the streaming platforms Bleachers to Speakers, FFSN in the search, and also Post Game Podcast and FFF, FFSN. That's for your Pistons coverage, Detroit Pistons coverage. And we also. Uh we're going to do a show tonight on the Pistons after the game. So tune in to Motor City Metrics. Check us out there and on no, no those streaming sites if, uh you want to just want to simply want to listen.
0: Uh, I'm in the Killian Hayes fan club. I need him to get his act together because I uh... Uh,
3: <laughs> who, who y'all want for him. <laughs> we'll, 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 take Kobe, we'll take Kobe White. We'll, uh, oh, we'll, no. we'll throw in a, a second
0: round pick. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kobe White's the future of the Bulls. <laughs> were the y'all future. thinking that this year
3: though? Going nope. into the year? Yeah. Okay. They
0: were not, the Bulls were not thinking that, but as it so happens. Uh, <laughs> he's the only guard that doesn't want to be traded. So we got to keep him.
3: We'll take Io then. Screw it.
0: Set it up. Let's get that. <laughs> let's get that going. Let's get it going. Dave, where can we get all that Viking content?
1: All your Minnesota Vikings content can be found at Vikings First and Skull on your favorite podcast aggregator. Doesn't matter which one, iTunes, Spotify, Google, whatever. We're there. If not, let us know. We'll get on whatever one you listen to. We're also found at Vikings First and Skull on YouTube, where we do our live shows. About half of our shows go live on YouTube, the other half are podcast only, and we have a written side over at fansfirstsports.com. All you got to do is drop down to NFL Minnesota Vikings, and you'll find that we've got a few writers that pump out stuff daily, or close to it, especially when things are going well, and it's fun to see. And then, of course... You can find me, Dave, on this version of the NFC Roundup and we'll publish this as a podcast on our feed as well as Pay and June do as well. And we call it Who Will Be King as we battle for who's going to be king of the north. Uh, I appreciate that, Dave. Your
0: monologues are good best
1: (laughs) (laughs) wait till next week buddy wait till next
0: week (laughs) so if you like what you hear from a bears perspective or just chicago's perspective you can always get your content from wherever you get your podcast on the audio side that's apple google as if as long as google's still around um spotify stitcher and the rest we are located under the fans first sports network umbrella as the Bear Claw Podcast, we are also on YouTube, on Facebook, on TikTok. You can get all your interactive memes and get some other content. Uh quip, uh quiz, but uh clips, reels, uh fan engagement, all of that sort for on those other platforms. Find us on YouTube at the Frustrated Chicago Sports Fan. You can find us on TikTok, the Bear Claw. Also on Facebook. Facebook at the same name, The Bear Claw at Hallis Hall. Always a good time with you guys. I love it. Good luck this week coming up. Not I'm not extending that to the Green Bay Packers, though. Go Tampa Bay.
1: <laughs> I agree. Go Tampa Bay. And as always, <laughs> Skull Vikings. Bear down. Oh, yeah.